All the dialogue is either whispered or screamed. Oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! Oh, my eyes! Everything in the movie is on fire. Am I getting through to you, Alpha? I said, put the bunny back in the box. Calm down, Nick. Let's do our self-esteem exercises where we pay each other compliments. We're gonna have a three-way with the Declaration of Independence. Welcome, misfits, miscreants, spooks, specters, astral beings from Dimension X, alien envoys from galaxies near and far, and all of you boogers from around the world. You are listening to the Late Night Fright right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan, and with me, as always, is my very cagey co-host, Faith. Say hi, Faith. Hi, Faith. Faith, what day is it? It is Monday. Faith, what do we do on Mondays? We do cage match Monday on Mondays. We have been doing cage match for the past two months, if you can believe that. I can't believe this that, is actually. our ninth cage match episode. Wow, we're getting into the home stretch. I'm kind of sad. Yeah, I'm kind of sad too. I'm going to miss this. Me too. The movies are so fun to watch. I really am going to miss this. So, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If this is a return trip to Cozy Corner for you, thank you for tuning back in and supporting us. We are glad to have all of you here. If you have not been following the Cage Match, what we have been doing is we started with 16 Nicolas Cage movies. That's Nicolas Cage, Faith, Nicolas Kim Coppola, a.k.a. Nick Cage, a.k.a. The Cage. That's what we call him here on the show. We started off with 16 movies in an attempt to determine which performance slash movie is the cagiest. The categories that we used in that first round of 16 films was overall movie, hair, voice, face, and cage factor. The cage factor, Faith, what is the cage factor? That special little... What's the word I'm looking for? Undefinable. <laughs> that undefinable thing that makes that him... he brings to these movies. That and he brings to life. I say to maybe to life, too. <laughs> to life and to the movies. We love him here on Late Night Fright. So we whittled down those 16 movies to eight. So tonight is the Elite Eight, Faith. Mm-hmm. We have four matchups. We're going to do them all tonight. The four matchups are... Face Off versus Vampire's Kiss, Mandy versus Peggy Sue Got Married, Raising Arizona versus National Treasure, Book of Secrets, Moonstruck versus Knowing, and we're not doing the former categories. Those scores don't mean anything. Just like when you advance in a tournament, you you get a fresh set of downs, you get a clean slate. So here we go. Our categories for this evening are walking and body language. Mm Mm-hmm. The other category is going to be costume. We're going to be scoring these just like we did the other cage match picks up to four Nicks. Faith, our first movie in the dojo this evening is Face Off. The 1997 John Woo directed action classic starring John Travolta and Nicolas Cage where they switch faces. Yeah. That's how it was described to you. And that's, that's what the movie was, right? <laughs> Literally. Yes. <laughs> So, my dear friend, my mm-hmm. sweet co-host, would you please start us off? How did you score the walking body language category for Face Off? I gave it four nicks. I also gave it four. Do you have any reason why you gave it four? Not really. I think that it just kind of, his his body language, everything about him, I mean, 
I will say I gave it the four because of the first 10 minutes of the movie when he's Caster Troy, because yeah. the things that he does there, the way that he shifts one leg in front of another when he gets out of the car, yes. um, some of the little bits he does when he's John Travolta's character, Sean Archer, are just magnificent. I was going to say pretty much the way he is through this whole movie, I feel like, you know. But it's amazing there's... because the 10 minutes where he's Caster Troy, mm-hmm. Which then, when John Travolta is doing him, you know immediately who he is. He right. he just defines that character so quick. But then the body language he uses when he's Sean Archer, you always know when he's exactly who he is exactly. and how he's feeling in these scenes. I think he's magnificent with the body work in this. Mm-hmm. In this, and it, it, this movie doesn't work if he doesn't establish Caster Troy right. so quickly. You know, exactly. in that beginning. So I went with four, uh-huh. and for costume, I also went with four. Again, I'm looking at the first 10 minutes. He's got that kind of ruby shirt on with that with that coat that just billows in the wind. He's yep. got the uh, <laughs> the little dragon money clip. He's got the sunglasses, you know, those those ruby colored shades yep. that he's got. Uh, Caster Troy has style in those first 10 minutes. But then I like the look that he has when he's cat uh, when he's Sean Archer when he has the leather jacket on. I think he looks really cool in that and in the suit at the end. I think he looks really nice. How'd you how'd you go on this? Well, I agree with you, and I also gave it four for pretty much basically what you just said. There you go. Yeah, it and we said this when we did Face Off that this movie from top to bottom is just absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So let's move on to Vampire's Kiss. Uh, this is these are two great movies. I was going to say I, I feel like this was an unfair matchup. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to try to throw one of these out. Cause, it, it really is because man, because in an alternate universe, this is the final. Right. You know, exactly. this is the final. Uh, Vampire's Kiss. We both really like this movie, mm-hmm. as strange as it is, but. That doesn't matter now because we're on to body language and costume. Right. So, uh, Vampire's Kiss body language, I went with four because, as we said, he's pulling out all the silent film German expressionistic mm-hmm. stops here with this character. And I mean, it'd be a four just for the scene where he, he recites the ABCs to his therapist, <laughs> played by Elizabeth Ashley. And But when he's running down the street, though, I'm a vampire, you know, the little things he's doing that's, there. Yep, you know, that's what I think of, exactly. Yeah, what, what else do you have for... Uh, for that that's Anything? literally all yeah. i think of and i gave it a four for that reason. it's amazing you <laughs> see him in the, the shadow street. you know and and uh with the shadow you know on the wall mm-hmm. and him moving like so that's a really great performance it really is it that's really what, it's is. really unfair it, for these yes. two to be up against each other yes now for costume and this is where it gets interesting i went with a three on the costume because he's he wears a suit pretty much for the entire movie and I did like the when he had the little plastic vampire teeth in, uh, which I thought was really funny. But, uh, you know, there's nothing really memorable about what he's wearing in this movie. But he looks good in it. Right. Uh, I gave it three and a half because I do enjoy the suit. I kind of think of that when I think of this movie. Just him in that suit. Like you said, the vampire teeth. Yeah. <laughs> him on the street. I don't know. Those just... big 80 sunglasses that he's wearing in the cab at one point. Um like I said, this is so. This is how it shook out with getting, you know, uh, with the categories, you know. And, and and you're right. It is, it is unfair. It's very unfair. Very unfair. It's very unfair. But that's that's just the way it goes. So um, so there you go. So my average score for Face Off obviously is a four. My mm-hmm. average score for Vampire's Kiss is a three six. And what did yours come out to? 
four uh, for Face Off and 3.75 for Vampire's Kiss. Very close. So Face Off is moving into the the semifinals yes. as it is. So, <laughs> all right, Face Off has a shot to compete for the title. And I know that these movies have been waiting with bated breath to see which one would be crowned champion of the cage match here on the Late Night Fright. I know that is what they have been waiting for. So, all right, here we go. Let's see. The next film in the dojo, Faith, is Mandy. Yes. And it is going to be going up against a favorite of ours here, Peggy Sue Got Married. Mm -hmm. So Mandy, if you don't remember, is the hallucinatory LSD-infused movie (laughs) where Nicolas Cage is playing sort of Mars, the god of war, Mm -hmm. and he goes and takes his vengeance on a cult led by Linus Roach, who plays uh, Thomas Wayne in the Batman Begins movie. (laughs) And it's a real something. It's, (laughs) I really enjoyed the movie. I did too. And it seems that a lot of people actually like this movie when I see it out and about with people talking about it. And I'm kind of, I'm not saying I'm shocked that people do, but it's one of those movies that you either hate it or you love it. And it seems that most people... Yeah. We're okay with it. Yeah. I'm glad that I'm glad that the movie is getting some traction because I'm glad mm-hmm. he's getting traction because of the movie right. because it's nice to have him at least even in this kind of underground cult way back right. back in a way in some kind of relevance. Exactly. So well walking in body language for Mandy. Mm-hmm. I went with a three five for right. Mandy. Um he really doesn't do much in the first hour of this movie, mm-hmm. but then when he comes into his own, he's uh, he's very present. He's very still, I feel like, in this movie. And I think there's something to be said for his stillness in it. True. Uh, but as far as, um, you know, nothing was really sticking out, but he was so present when he was that last hour of the movie. Right. How did you score the walking and body I'm language? I actually gave him a four. I don't know. There were moments to me that just kind of stood out. I think of the chainsaw moment. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of sticks yeah. out to me. So that's why I went with that. I think of the scene where he goes and he meets the uh, gentleman who's making all of the LSD. Mm-hmm. And he's standing in that doorway in that broadcast tower room. And he's so still and just looking at that guy and so present. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, and as we've kind of come to discover here, Nicolas Cage has presence, a <laughs> lot of presence, and he can use, he can manipulate that presence in different ways. And I feel like when he's standing there was, for me, the iconic shot of that movie, him just there with the blood cover in his face, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but the chainsaw scene is really great, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three. Uh, so I went three, five. You went four. Mm-hmm. OK, costume. I also went three, five. Um you know he was he was in a he was in that black at the at the end of the movie covered in blood. I thought that was a great look, but the tiger shirt was great too <laughs> that he had, and him in his underwear having the breakdown. <laughs> um, very memorable stuff, but it's not like it's not like jumping out. I think right. I, I think gave it a, I gave it a three. I like what you know he had going on here, but like you said, nothing too nothing too crazy out of the box. So. Yeah, and I and I do want to say uh, I, I just think Mandy's a really interesting movie. It really is. Really, it's really pretty. It is a beautiful movie, and we need. And I said this when we did Mandy on the show a few weeks ago. We are going to do an episode on Mandy at some point in the future, right. like a full, full oh, yeah. blown late night. I think night there's a lot episode. to get into with yeah. that. <laughs> that might even be a two parter. Like it it, it's possible it that could it could be. be a two parter. So, well, my average score for Mandy came out to three five. Mine did too. Three point okay. five. Mm-hmm. 
And it is going up against 1986's Peggy Sue Got Married, directed by Francis Ford Coppola, starring Kathleen Turner as a woman that passes out at her 20-year high school reunion. Or was it 25? I think it was 25, actually. And she ends up back in time. And um, let's see. And Nicolas Cage is Charlie Bodell, Mm -hmm. her ex-husband. And he's... Go ahead, finish. And he's channeling Pokey in the movie. <laughs> and Faith just handed me something. Faith wants me to look at something here. What am, what am I looking at? I'm Faith? showing you that I averaged your things for you. So these are actually your your average scores for each movie. Uh, so what's on your list here are our totals uh, for the winners. Oh, okay. You okay. had it. You had it right with the winner last time, but I want to okay. make sure you're seeing the right numbers. Let's see live radio, Faith. <laughs> live radio. Thank you though for that. You're welcome. Okay. I'm making sure you just so see it all there. But Mandy did come out to a three five. Yes. All right. So moving back on to Peggy Sue, yes. uh, Cage plays Charlie Bodell. Mm-hmm. He is Kathleen Turner's high school sweetheart and her husband, eventual husband, and then ex husband. <laughs> and he is channeling Pokey from the Gumby and Pokey show by his own admission. And the most random character to channel, I think. You know? <laughs> And we both have very warm feelings towards this movie and this character, don't we? We and do. It's, and it's a character that comes off as very uh, annoying when it starts <laughs> off and then becomes absolutely endearing by the time that this movie is over. That's your, your exactly. thought on it, too, right? He's very lovable. He's absolutely lovable. So, all right, let's go. Uh, Peggy Sue got married for walking and body language. I went with a 3-5 because I feel like... The stuff he's doing when he's singing, the mm-hmm. stuff he's doing, he's very limber in this movie. He's almost like a uh, he's almost like a Gumby character, <laughs> exactly. you know, like, um, you know, the very open and loose with the body, mm-hmm. you know, and, and very, um, uh, you know, feel like a wind could just kind of blow him <laughs> over, you know. But uh, I, I like what he's doing, especially like when he's singing and and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And how did you score the walking and body language? I scored it a three, pretty much for the same reasons. Um, but like I said, he he's not um he's not over the top with his body language I guess but I agree with the things that you said about him singing and stuff like that so I gave it a three okay uh, for costume I went with four uh, because he gets to wear those sequin outfits in the movie I think he really works those sequin outfits too he does um I, th- I think I think he looks great in the period pieces I, I really really like him in those period pieces so um. It doesn't feel like retro. It actually kind of feels it. It feels very natural on him, right. you know. So uh, he's wearing the clothes. The clothes aren't wearing him, and he's got some kind of neat looks in the movie too. Yeah. So, um, and that white suit that he wears when he walks into mm-hmm. the uh, to the class reunion, channeling Elvis. So yeah, that's the first one I think. I, that's for yeah. Into my head. Yeah, I like the gold sequin suit that he wears. Uh, what? How did you score it? I scored it a three. A three. Yes. Okay. So let's see. So Peggy Sue, my total came out to three seven. Mm-hmm. And when we average our scores together, Peggy Sue comes out to three three. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be face off versus Mandy mm-hmm. to see who goes to the finals. That's a, that's, that's a neat matchup. <laughs> that's a really, really neat matchup. OK, so next week we will be doing face off and Mandy in our final four, but we have to see what the other side of the bracket is, don't we? we so sure let's do. see. So the classic Coen Brothers movie Raising Arizona is going up against National Treasure Book of Secrets here. Raising Arizona uh, was the first perfect score to be had in the cage match. I gave it a perfect score. 
back and we reviewed the movie. We both really love this movie. We really love him in it. I'm just going to throw this out. I went with fours on both categories Me here. Too. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we know this movie's. <laughs> uh, just uh, if you're out there listening, you're curious as to why I feel like he's really channeling an inner, uh, his inner cartoon here, his mm-hmm. inner Woody Woodpecker. It's coming out <laughs> in him. And the outfit. Well, if you haven't seen this movie or seen a picture of him in it in a while, he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt and he has a mustache and mutton chops yep. and it's perfect. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> <It's>, much. <laughs> he is H.I. McDonough. Um, it's going up against, as we said, National Treasure Book of Secrets. We both really enjoyed Book of Secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is really unfair to Book of Secrets. Uh, walking in Body Language, I gave it a three because I like the stuff that he does in the uh, section when he's in England and he's trying mm-hmm. to get the guards' attention. And he has a confident swagger to him in this movie that I really like. How'd you how'd you go on? Two and a half. Two and a half. That's, yeah. And almost went two and a half. Because I, I, I like that scene too, but I think that's really the only moment that's kind of that stands out to me. I don't know, but you know, two and a half it is. I gave it a three just because I knew that Raising Arizona had just made a <laughs> had made another perfect score. So uh, and then costume, I went two five. Um, Me too. You know, he's <laughs> it's it's not it's nothing. It's no. outdoors. It fits gear. him. I mean, it's who he, he is. The character. He looks great in a tuxedo. But it's you know, it's nothing from Raising Arizona. You know. It's, yeah. It's, <laughs> Yeah. Can't really compare there. Yeah. So my total came out to two five, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Or two seven. It does not matter. <laughs> two seven <laughs> is what it comes out to. And uh Faith Years came out to two five. Yes. So Raising Arizona with a perfect four, that overtakes National Treasure Book of Secrets two point six. Mm-hmm. So Let's see what film Raising Arizona is going to face. And I have a feeling I already know which one this is going to be. So we have Moonstruck. This is another movie that both of us really, really enjoyed for a lot of different reasons. Mm -hmm. I think it's one of the better movies that we've done on the show, just with all the horror movies that we've done that we've talked about. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful movie. Me too. Yeah. So let's get right to it. Uh, I'm I'm not going to be around the bush. Moonstruck got two fours from me as well. Me too. Uh, it got a four for the body language because of the, I lost my hand scene Mm -hmm. and the things that he's doing in the dinner scene at the end when he's being very still and you know exactly what he's feeling. And I said it when we, uh, did the face category, I said, look at it as on his face, but it's also in his body too. The way Mm -hmm. that he's sitting there and very present at that table and the way that he walks into scenes and, and he's a, he's really great. Everything about him is great in that movie and the costume. The costume, the the wife beater with the jeans, <laughs> and uh, the tuxedo, and then then when he wears the tuxedo with the black jeans over to her house at the end, I think is just it's perfect. Yeah, it's it, absolutely I think it's perfect. Who that character is? Yes. So I don't think there could have been any better costume for him at all. No, absolutely not. And knowing uh, again, a movie that we both really, really, really liked. Yes. Uh, this one got uh, two fives across the board from me. Because there's nothing really standout-ish. You know, there's some great moments where yeah. he's emoting, um, especially the scene where his, his son Caleb leaves, mm-hmm. uh, the E.T. moment, as we'll call it. <laughs> and, and it's really great, but uh, nothing really stuck out to me. And then and then his clothes, he's wearing just kind of kind of middle class, you know, working, working guy clothes. Yeah, I had two five. For body language and two for the costume because, yeah. you know, it just... It's nothing that you remember. Yeah. <laughs> you know, nothing really uh, that you remember. So my total on knowing came to 2.5. Yours came to a 2.2 mm-hmm. 
for a total of 2.37. So raising Arizona in Moonstruck. This is this is really fun. I know. This is really going to be fun because one of the categories for next week in our final four is going to be quotes, quotable quotables. <laughs> and with Moonstruck and Raising Arizona, you have two movies that are just absolutely quotable going up against each other. And this is going to be this is going to get interesting. It's going to be really tough. Man. We have to think about this. We might have to like write down as many quotes as you can think from each movie. Right. You know? See how I many you can come up with. Come yeah. Up <laughs> so uh, so there you have it. Face Off versus Mandy. Raising Arizona versus Moonstruck. We are down to four. One of those movies will be crowned champion of the cage match. Let me ask you this, Faith. We've we've talked about this several times on the show before, but we've, as we said, two months in now. Mm-hmm. How much love and respect do you have for him as a performer? I think I texted you this last night. I absolutely love him. Like, I'm really going to miss watching these movies every week. <laughs> and I might have to just watch them on my own every week. <laughs> and and we've said we're going to continue doing this. We're going to we're going to do a Nicolas Cage Monday every now and then because we've had so much fun talking about yeah. him and for me one of the great joys in doing this show besides being able to get together with you once a week and talk about movies and and that discussion that we've been having and hopefully getting people out there to look at movies in new and different ways and right. appreciating them on on a on a deeper level like has been our goal from the beginning. Mm-hmm. One of the joys for me, though, has been doing this, and it happened just by accident. We were having, <laughs> how did this happen? Because we just said that we something came up about him. I had texted you that I wanted to do movies versus each other. That's right. And I think you had said something that, somebody said something about cage cage match or something? Something, yeah, something came, it, it was a... And we said, oh, that should be... It was a serendipitous sequence of events that led to... I think led to this. I think but it yes. was your friend Cade that said something about cage match or something. A cage match. There you, you go. You texted me that. Yeah. I was like, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but one of the great joys for me in this show has been discovering him again mm-hmm. and coming back to some of these movies with more mature eyes and seeing just how, how great he is. See, a lot of these movies I haven't seen. So, I don't know. I, I guess I've only seen a handful of his movies. So, seeing these other movies made me. Really appreciate him just as much. Puts him puts him in context, doesn't it? Yeah. I think he's wonderful. And uh, we have some movies that we need to talk about, too, here on uh, on the Nicolas Cage Mondays. We need to talk about his Oscar-winning role in Leaving Las Vegas, which he's amazing in that movie. We need to talk about his uh, Oscar-nominated role in Adaptation. We need to talk about The Rock. Mm-hmm. There were so many movies he got left off of this right? because we didn't want it to be a year long thing. We wanted to in, in two months as it is, has been, has been a, a go for it. So, but it's been so much fun and we are going to do an episode when we crown the winner afterwards. Uh, I would like to discuss with you and, and we're going to pull some interview clips. Uh, and there's some great material on YouTube and on the internet about whether or not he's a genius. And I'd like to delve into that and kind of see where we land on Me that. I, I think that he is, but I want to, look dive at deeper, it, right. really dive into it and look at it at acting styles. And, and I think he's one of the guys, one of the claims I'm going to make when we do this, I've been thinking about it. You've got uh, the theater. You're coming from the theater into silent films, silent films in, in the talkies, things start to change, you know, and there were uh, a lot of stagecraft was involved in the early movie roles and Marlon Brando comes along that changes it. 
Nicolas Cage, for me, is the next game changer mm-hmm. in it. And I, I really want to get into that and the history of all of that. And I think it's really neat, some of the things I've been looking at. I want to share that with the audience out there. But this has just been too much fun doing these, <laughs> doing these Nicolas Cage movies. And I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to miss it. Me too. I'm really like I said, gonna I'm going to have it. to just watch these movies every day or <laughs> once a week at least. <laughs> so, uh, so as always, well, for the next couple of weeks, you're going to have a Cage Match Monday. And that's still going to be going on. And all of those episodes are, of course, available wherever podcasts can be found. We have our TV Tuesday. That is going on. And right now, Faith and I are watching American Horror Story 1984. And we're watching Creep Show on the Shutter Network. And we're going to be following those for their season runs. And Wednesdays, of course, are the Late Night Fright proper. And Faith, what do we do on Wednesdays? We do wonderful horror movies, of we course. We talk about horror movies. That's right. You can find us um, wherever podcasts can be found. We are on Instagram at the Late Night Fright Podcast. Faith is at I'm a Normal Alien. And we are on the World Wide Web at www.latenightfright.com. Again, thank you all for tuning in. If this is your first time, welcome. We hope you will come back. And if you're a return listener, thank you as always for your support. Faith, it, it, was, it was a great month in September. We're having another great October. And thank you all out there. You make us want to do this show. Absolutely. Uh, we had a record number of downloads. And as we said, if we had two people listening to the show, we'd still do the oh, show. Of course. <laughs> so, well, next week, Face Off versus Mandy, Raising Arizona versus Moonstruck. It's going to get real in here. I am really interested. It's going to really get interested to see how this is going to get. It's going to get real up here in the cage. So, well, until then, I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we want you to keep, keep your, your cage, cage on, on a leash. leash. We will see you on the other side. And we want to let you know that we are on the World Wide Web. That's the interwebs, isn't it, Faith? That's what I like to call it, the interweb. www.latenightfright.com. And we are also on the gram. We are. You can check us out at the Late Night Fright Podcast. Or you can also follow my personal page, I'm a Normal Alien. You're not exactly normal, but that's okay. (laughs) Uh, Check out the website. You can subscribe to our mailing list. And if you like the show, please give us a review and subscribe and all that good stuff. You know us. We're available wherever podcasts can be found. You got that right. We'll see you on the other side.